When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This guy needs a mic. Here, use my mic. So listen, guys. All I ever hear is about, well, it's L.A. this and L.A. that. Okay, understand this. Inglewood is the capital of Clipper Nation. Inglewood is the sports entertainment capital of the United States. And so that's that. Thank you, Steve. Let's get digging, Mayor. That's ready? We break ground on the Intuit Dome in 10, 9, 8, sound of the Intuit Dome horn. I'm your host, Chris Kawild, who is in the building with me, as always, is Burbank Hank, everybody. Oh, and let me tell you this right now. We we got onto the, the feed with each other. We were getting all set up, and Chris Kawild kept wanting to tell me, and hi, I'm Burbank Hank, good to, good to see you, or hear you, or be heard by you. Uh, he kept wanting to say things about the stadium, about his experience today, and I wouldn't let him. He wouldn't let me. I wouldn't he let would him. Not let but me. I'm very curious, furious. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Got you good. <laughs> I am not into it. Curious, uh, you're not curious. Into it, buddy, I am going to immediately <laughs> yield the floor to you, my best friend and broadcast partner, uh, here in our 10th season of the Clipcast, to, to oh, it's tell, intense. Us, tell us all about it, buddy. Tell us all about it. What okay. Was your experience? Well, first of all, like I was just talking to you off the air, I drove surface streets to get there. Media was supposed to be there at 9 a.m. for a 10 a.m. start. Well, look, folks, the show didn't start until about 10, 10, 10, 15. But I just couldn't roll out of bed today. I don't know why I slept in because Inglewood is so much closer to my beloved Tiki Hut Studios in Redondo Beach than downtown Los Angeles. So selfishly, I'm very glad that they're moving. But also, after going to the show today, which I'm going to, after I talk to you about it, Hank, give you, the listener, just the edited down best of moments. Steve Ballmer talked a long time. And Hank, you're going to love this Mayor Butts of Inglewood, because Henry Wait. Dittman loves butts, folks. <laughs> but I, I'm telling you, I'm thrilled Hold about on. Inglewood. Yes, Hold yes, on. yes. Butts lover, yes. Hank. Butts. Continue. <laughs> you had to revel I'd in just really the fact that I said butts, <laughs> because you love butts. Love you love butts. I love them. This is clip cap. And here's the thing, listener. We know you love the Clippers, and I was blown away by what they presented to me today and what I'll present to you in audio format. And I'll try to give it to you in a nutshell right now, Burbank. And and then I'll just play, you know, some best of. And I, honestly, I'll leave most of Steve Ballmer's speech. God bless him. He doesn't really understand microphones and audio. The, why they didn't give Ballmer a handheld mic is beyond me. Why, why, why did they think they needed to give him a mic? The man screams. They don't even need to give him a mic. He screams incessantly as his default level. 
So Kawhi Leonard was there. Ooh. Paul George was there. Ooh. Re- Reggie Jackson was there. <clears throat> Zubats was there. Jerry West was there. Coach Ty Lue spoke. It was it was wonderful. It was a great event. We had some California senators there. It took a lot of doing to get this stadium built. And Balmer, I tell you, Balmer, I think he told a little bit of a white lie today because he said it was Gillian Zucker, the president behind the scenes of the Clippers' idea to build a stadium. But I think he's just giving Gillian credit because I was told many, many, many moons ago that Balmer always wanted his own stadium. So let's get to it. That new stadium, they gave us so many great details. For example, I'm just going to go right to the thing that brought us so close to Clipper Nation. You and I are Jumbotron clowns. Sure. We are. I mean, t- tell the fans at home who may not know us from the Jumbotron about some of the antics and some of the nonsense that you and I, like that's kind of how we became Clipper celebrities, right, oh, oh, oh my gosh, not kind of. It's absolutely how. I mean, as you know, we got our Clipper season tickets because I bought new tires for my car and they gave me at tires plus or wherever the heck i bought them uh they gave me a free clippers ticket per tire so i bought four mm. i think i only needed right. two i maybe bought four just to get the tickets uh and you then we went a to a date we went to a game with a, a couple of ladies we were dating at the time uh, but then the next season i booked my first national commercial as like the breakthrough of my career and i called you and said Turns out the Clippers have the cheapest season tickets in the league. They're buy one, get one free. <laughs> Sorry. They're buy Gosh. one, get one They were buy, buy one, get one free. Buy one, get one free NBA tickets. And they the, the advertising campaign For at the time, season. the advertising campaign at the time was buy these tickets and get to see all the good players that play on other teams. It was literally like, buy these tickets and get to see Michael Jordan of yeah. the Washington Wizards. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So we started going to games and we are professional actors and perhaps not perhaps started our professional acting careers as class clowns and cut ups and public jackasses. And so we we figured out a move with our arms that was sort of the international sign for I'm in distress, waving your arms over your head to get the attention of the cameraman (laughs) and found our favorite cameraman. And over the course of I want to say our second season. Just started getting on the jumbotron every single game. Then in I our, think it was first season. Was it first season? Then because we would sneak down. We'd sneak anyway, down. Right. That's right. We were in the back of the two hundreds <laughs> and we'd sneak down. And then there was a game where near the end of the third season, every single game. I mean, every single game, our guy would just stand up and turn around with a body language as if to say, oh, "Time for the guys." Yeah, um, and his name was literally Guy. Guy Our favorite that's camera right. guy's name was Guy. That's right. He and would, people called us the guys. The guys. He would stand up and swing around. And I will tell you this. Toot toot. I'm about to toot the mm. old uh, toot our horn. Mm. Every single game, at least one fan came to us after the team lost, which they did almost right. every game, and said, the only reason we still come to these games is you guys. Or you guys, <laughs> oh, the only fun thing about the games anymore <laughs> right. here is Well, seeing, at least you guys entertained at us. At least you guys entertained us. So, but we were, and we would always say, oh, no, 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 no. The Clippers, you got to love the Clippers. Cheer for them. They need yeah. you. So it was at the end of our third season um, in the San Diego throwback game. And they had the San Diego right. chicken on the court dancing. Oh, that that's right. A male cheerleader ran up into the 200s and said, guys, let's go. And they, we want you to dance on the, on the 
the court. And we on the ran, floor. That's we, right. We, we ran the San Diego chick, and I forgot about that. During a time, I started dancing, and I almost got knocked out by a tumbling cheerleader because That's I was right. so out of my mind. We were freaking out. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, a and chicken and two world-class turkeys on the jumbotron. Watch so, out! Watch a, out! A tumbling cheerleader nearly—I near—and and when I say nearly knocked me out, obviously I nearly caused great injury also because if you're tumbling head to over, her, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, would have really hurt her because she would have run into me. Uh, so that's how it started, and at the end of that season. Um, yeah. I want to say the next season they kept trying to involve Clipper Daryl in live things at the games. The uh, the director at the time realized that she could be implementing the fans more, and so right. she tried. They were trying to get Clipper Daryl involved, but what? Not he, a great public speaker. No, but also what he tried to do was lead the fans in a chant, which you might think, oh my gosh, what a great idea! But when the stadium is half filled and no one's interested, it was impossible, and it didn't That's go right. well. So when no, they said to us. How do you want to get involved? We said, if you give us a camera crew and you edit it, we'll do a live rap. We'll do a couple of comedy skits. Uh, and they started. They basically made all of these interstitial videos with us in them and yes. used them during games for several seasons. And that that probably is what give really- Give us free season tickets. We got free season tickets for a couple of seasons. That's I, right. I think the first season, they couldn't give us every game because they couldn't give us the marquee games, but they made up for couldn't it. Couldn't they, though? Couldn't <laughs> yeah, they? Probably. But they made- <laughs> They made up for it by giving us more seats to the other games. And also, remember, um, because we were Jersey heads at the time, I was also like, could you get us a couple of those good, authentic jerseys from the pro shop? The 250 jobs. And instead, they got our names and favorite numbers, and they they made us official Clippers player jerseys. What what number were you, Hank? 13? Seven. uh, Yeah. Oh, now I can't remember. I may have gone... 71. Birth year? I may have gone birth year you 71. Birth year? Yeah, I think so. I was, my favorite number is 14, 14, so I was number 14, just like Terrence Mann, I believe, and the great Sean Livingston. Oh my gosh, that's right. But yeah, I have still have that wild, authentic Clippers jersey. But So the reason I bring up the Jumbotron, you and I became Clippers stars on that said Jumbotron. Well, at the Intuit Dome, the Clippers will have by far the biggest Jumbotron in all of basketball and they kept talking about a halo jumbotron so it's going to be one acre it's that's how many square foot who now square footage the what now of jumbotron there it will be one acre of a halo jumbotron of a scoreboard it'll be one acre of scoreboard the biggest in all of basketball Wait, that's, and so chris that's Forty-three thousand square feet. Is that an acre? Did you just look that up? You're how quick. How many square you are feet? Real quick. How many square feet is one acre? Forty-three thousand five hundred and sixty square feet. That's how big the scoreboard is going to be, Hank. That's how big. That's how jumbo the Tron will be. It will be the biggest in the league. And what they kept hitting home today, and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the audio for you guys so you can hear it fr- right from Steve Ballmer's mouth himself. I, I forgot how many basketball stadiums are built specifically for hockey. So where we play currently, sadly, for three seasons, which probably we'll get three championships. Let's 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 be honest. We're gonna get at least two out of the of the three next championships. But and I'm gonna talk more about that as well. I mean, we play in a hockey arena yeah. that they rig to to host basketball games. Yeah. And so I never realized this because of the ice 
they the 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 actual stands themselves are very like they're not raked as high as what will be our seats in the Intuit Dome. And, and oh you know, for they, years I called it Sacramento the, and Utah, where you you quite honestly yes, that's right. rock that's climb right. to the higher levels. Yeah, go ahead. And that's what we're going to do. So here's some exciting stuff. So uh, I don't like, I have the exact information in front of me. At row 20 of Staples Center, the hockey arena that it is, okay? Compared to row 20 of Staples Center when you see a basketball game, and then row 20 of the Intuit Dome, you will be 45 feet closer to the action in row 20. In row 20. And Balmer is doing this crazy thing where, A, you are now going to have the most legroom of any NBA fan. The seats will be wider. There will be more legroom. So what I'm telling you, Clipper Nation, it's time to let ourselves go. You want to grab that extra dessert? Grab two of them. Let's let's just rip these belts right off of our waists because we're going to have so much room in these seats. It'd be a shame to be skinny and wasting all that cushion. Let's really get wide, Clipper Nation. Oh, that's my goodness. I, that's my that's my challenge to you. Yeah. But so so there's going to be the biggest legroom, the biggest seats in all of the NBA. There is going to be, and Balmer goes into this a lot. He calls them toilets, but the architects call them fixtures. There will be the most cans, turlets, Johns, Lou's, fixtures, crappers, John crappers. The most crappers of any NBA arena will be at the Intuit Dome, and I'm into it. So when you have to run and go number one, to root for the number one team, Los Angeles Clippers of Inglewood, you now have way more toilets and you have way more chance to get back to your seat. The whole goal, what Ballmer kept talking about, Hank, was that he wants the fan to be able to go grab a beer, go to the bathroom, and be back in their seats in the bowl by the time a timeout happens oh God, in well, real time well it's basically impossible to do that during at the staples ha- it's during, impossible well it's it's impossible to do that it's also impossible to do that almost during halftime unless you You're absolutely unless right. you leave before the quarter it's definitely impossible during the quarter breaks between one and two and three and four unless you leave before the quarter is over you cannot possibly get in line get a drink use the bathroom and get back because there's not enough restrooms in the line at the half it mm. can be 30 people. Out the door. It can be 30 it's people. And you have to walk around fixtures. or through the line of people to get to get through. It's not great. It's not great design. And I, I want to sorry to interrupt you. Hold your thought. I want to backtrack one one second because we said this in our last cast. And I really want to keep hammering this home. It's a hockey arena. Mm. It's a hockey it's arena. And the reason I'm it's saying that two stadium. times, Clippers fans, is because I want you to hold this as your defense the next time a Lakers fan says to you. Well, you guys are just renters. That's our stadium. No, it's not. It's not their stadium. It's the King's no, State. It's, it's not. not yours either. So next time some fan gets in your face like that, just tell them, oh, no, 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 you're number two on the lease. You're number two I'll on have the you lease. know. Oh, they're number two, like what you can do in the new fixtures. But it's so much There's faster. There's so many fixtures. It's so much faster it's in so these fixtures. Faster. Or as Bomber calls them, the crap holes. <laughs> Where I do my filthy little Steves. I assume he's going to have his he calls own calls them his filthy calls, little Steves. He calls them little Steves? <laughs> All right, so gone 
gone from the bowl. It's all about the bowl, by the way. You go in, not toilet bowl, the actual bowl of the arena. He's going to have... He, he went on a tour of all basketball arenas. They took him to a football stadium. He's like... Why are you taking me here? Because at the football stadium, they have this amazing top deck experience that they want to duplicate at the Intuit Dome. So he's gone from stadium to stadium and taken the best of the best and put it in the Intuit Dome, built specifically for Clippers basketball. And then on a side note, acoustically built for world-class concerts. And, and to that acoustics, built so that there is a wall of sound that will just rock the away team when they come to Inglewood. So he's making a college-like wall behind the backboard of nuts of the they, they want. It's like Section 114 at Staples Center, where the crazy Clipper fans all gather. Oh, the best ones. They're, they're the best ones. They're gonna put a wall of nutty fans. He said it's gonna be an architectural behemoth. It's gonna be behemoth. It's gonna be beautiful. He's calling it. I believe he said. He's calling the Intuit Dome, or what I've been calling for years, the ball sack. He's calling it the basketball palazzo. It's a basketball Ooh, palazzo. That's nice. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But he's telling us, okay, and he will tell you, the listener, later in the show, because I'm going to have the whole damn speech on the show. We're going to have a wall of sound. We're going to have a raked experience. You're going to be much closer. He says there will be no need for binoculars at his stadium. He said he hates going to games and you have to crane your neck to look up at the, the Jumbotron yeah. that's hanging as a box of square screens from the ceiling. Our acre of Halo Tron scoreboard will be right in front of your eyes. You won't even have to crane your neck. There's going to be so there's no luxury boxes at Staples Center, which I'm just going to call the hockey shit box, okay? <laughs> From now on, the, the HSB. Okay. Adult, we just got our adult <laughs> warning rating for the episode. <laughs> Worth it. At the hockey, at the hockey shit box, <laughs> aka for the, the arena formerly known as Staples Center. Sure. There's three levels of suites and clubs yeah. Yeah. and bars yeah. and nonsense for the upper crust, for the top one percent of the top one percent. Okay, AOC. Anyway, so. At that hockey ship box, there's three levels. At the Intuit Dome, at the Basketball Palazzo, at the Clippers Arena of Inglewood, at the Balmer Sports Access Center, at the Ball Sack, at the Ball Dome, there are no levels of suites and clubs just and all that crap Wait, and luxury boxes. Just seats? Okay, it's just seats in the bowl. So there's literal Whoa. like there's like. There's, he's like, there's going to be almost like when you go to a Broadway show, which obviously none of our listeners have ever done, but you can go and Google this. <laughs> they call the uh, orchestra seats, the orchestra seats. And then there's the, uh, what is it called? The pit or something? The, uh, the pit, like uh, the orchestra when pit? you go to it. Yeah. The orchestra pit. Yeah. So there's, there's going to be luxury stuff happening underneath the floor. 
Okay. So, yes, and it will not inter. It will not interrupt, and it will not interfere with the true working class fan. Which, as we all know, the 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 Clips are the blue collar team, right? You sure. Know, that, that's 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 that. And, and and I really did like the fact that. And I know you're gonna like this, Mayor Butts. I know you love Butts, Hank. <laughs> He kept saying, hey, this I, you guys keep referring to this as L.A.'s premier uh, sporting venue, but this is Inglewood. This is, you know, and, and the L word had a lot of success. Oh, did he really say that? Did he, did he really correct them and say, no, no, it's not L.A., oh, it's Ingl- Inglewood? He literally, he literally insisted on getting the last word of the day, saying this is Inglewood. Basketball's oh. coming back to Inglewood. Because I as like we all it. know, Balmer, Balmer had to literally, there were so many hurdles to get basketball back in Inglewood. And we and this is well documented. Balmer had to literally buy the Great Western Forum because there was a clause in the contract that said, when they built the Great Western Forum, this is the only venue that they can play professional basketball in Inglewood for all time. And so, in order to get that loophole out of the way, Balmer bought the loophole and bought the Great Western Forum. And he turned it into so, a, into a personal restroom. Just for himself. Now it's just another fixture. It's a fixture where he can I drop lo- off I his love, filthy little Steve. I love that Mayor Butts got in there and butted in and said, "But oh, yeah. I'll tell you, it's Inglewood, not all. I love it. It's all I about Inglewood. That. So, I, like, it's a it's I, I think it's great for the city of Inglewood. I drove through the city of Inglewood to get there. Like I said, I'm going to drive surface streets to and from. But there's so much going on at this arena, including the fact that the training facility will be there. There's going to be a Jurassic Park-style viewing area, massive, 90. so there's going to be a 94-feet basketball court outside. There's going to be multiple basketball courts inside the Intuit Dome. So there's where the Clippers play, but then there's also going to be a, a basketball court where you can literally play inside this, the Dome for non-game days or play before the game. There's going to be three-on-three tournaments held there. There's going to be a basketball court outside the Dome with a full 94 feet uh, from key to key jumbotron where you can watch the game while playing Come the game on. of basketball. I mean, it's, there, there's going to be such – it's going to be such a great campus. And you're going to be able to go there literally on non-game days – and just walk around and shoot hoops and get a bite to eat. It's going to be an actual Clipper campus, like nothing we've ever seen, and that honestly we deserve for all the hardship and all the hard years that we've been through. And before um, I move on on that thought, that hardship that we've been through, I just want to let you know and remind you, Clipper Nation, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George joined forces. It's only been two seasons. And in their first season, they got as far as the Clippers have ever been, and in the second season, they got further. They got the furthest the Clippers have ever been, even with an injured Kawhi who was not available. So that's just all they've accomplished in two years. We know we've got them guaranteed for three more years, and then that fourth year is a player option for both those guys. And I just saw them put shovels in the ground at the groundbreaking. There is no way those guys aren't there to play in their house in Inglewood because we know that – Kawhi is a local guy from Mo Val, and we know that PG is a local guy from Palmdale. Anyway, huh? so we just know these guys are local guys, and they love L.A., they love Inglewood, they love the Clippers, and they love Clipper Nation, and they're going to love playing at that dome. And hopefully we're going to have we're gonna have some, some banners to hang in our brand-new stadium as soon as we get out of 
the hockey shitbox. That's the sound of the horn. Welcome to the groundbreaking Clipcast. I'm your host, Chris Kowild, and with me today is Kawhi Leonard, the man I am named after. We are inside a tent at a construction site, the site of the new Intuit Dome. Are you into it? Yes, I am. Dome, sweet dome, I cannot wait. We are three years away from tip-off, but the groundbreaking is about to begin. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are in the building, and by the building, I mean the tent. We are in a tent at a construction site just off of Prairie and 102nd adjacent to the SoFi Stadium. This is exciting. I'm sure we're gonna hear from Brian Seaman. I'm sure we're gonna hear from Lawrence Frank, and I'm sure we're gonna hear from Steven Ballmer, perhaps Coach Ty Lu. This is exciting. And of course, Burbank Hank is gonna join us as well. We are into it at the Intuit Dome groundbreaking ceremony. For years, I've been calling it the Ballmer Sports Access Center, or Ball Sack for short, but it looks like it's gonna be the Ball Dome. The Ballmer Dome, and I can't wait. 2024 can't get here soon enough. We've got three seasons to go before the new building welcomes the fans. And all three of those seasons are gonna feature Kawhi Leonard and Paul George as they have signed big old extensions to their contracts. That fourth season, that brand new season of the Intuit Dome is a player option for both of those superstars who will hopefully have Clipper Championship banners to bring with them to their new Dome Suite Dome. This is exciting, groundbreaking even. Let's go Clippers. Ladies and gentlemen, our program begins in one minute. Now is the time to take your seat. Let's go, I'm too excited to sit down. Kind of underwhelming. <laughs> We're in a tent at a construction site. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Intuit Dome, the mayor of Inglewood, James T. Butts. Mayor Butts. Hank loves butts. Well known fact. Perfect. Hank loves butts. Planet Earth. Oh, there it is. 
You guys, Inglewood has come a long ways in the last seven years. This is the pinnacle, this is the penultimate. And I'm sitting here with my idol, Jerry West. The logo. They call him the logo because he's literally the NBA logo. That I used to watch play at the forum with Will Chamberlain and Elton Baylor. You guys, I, I just, words, uh, words escape me for the magnitude of what this accomplishment Bringing basketball to back to Inglewood. And in closing, I want to thank Paul George. Uh, I had a cardiac incident on March 8th, and he sent me one of his shoes, and it's probably Gideon that did it, but <laughs> with flowers in it. But I want to tell you, I got in such good shape. If you sent me the other shoe, I could try out for the team. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate you. I want to bring up Mayor former Butts. Laker, best coach in the NBA, Tyrone Lue. Hey, Coach Ty Lue. I don't like that Mayor Butts said the L word at all. But Hank you forgives him. Mr. Bomber, for giving me this opportunity to lead this team, this organization. And um, we got a lot of work to do uh, with the new arena being built, but we also got a lot of work to do at our home we're in right now. But for having our own space and our own place, we're very excited. So thank you very much to the city of Inglewood. Having our own space and our own place. I like it. All in Missouri, Palmville, Mobile, the city. The beach, the playgrounds, the skate parks, the hot spots, the taco trucks, and the Intuit Dome. LA's newest landmark, the freshest view, where we work.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A home, frankly, that is uniquely intense, uniquely 
uniquely intense, where we're not just close to the action, but we're going to ask our fans to participate. Your energy, we learned this in the bubble, your energy is valuable to our guys. PG talked about that with me some after we got done in the bubble. You can drive the support of the team and frankly also the bands that we love. We want this to be a home where you never want to leave. Not after the last buzzer, not after the last encore. We might have to kick you out then at some point, but we want you comfortable, engaged, and alive. Welcome home. Welcome to Inglewood. Welcome to the clip. Uh, the Intuit We almost called it the Clippers Arena. We maybe almost called it the Ball Sack, let's be honest. The Balmer Sports Access Center. Mayor Bucks. Thank you, love that. Palmer just hugged butts. Boy, have we been through it. You all, fans and players together, you deserve the ultimate home court. Doesn't feel like home court sometimes in our building today, but you're gonna have it, you're gonna have it here in Englewood. Absolutely. I gotta Probably say right now though, I feel a little bit like a kid on Christmas. You see that big present, it's sitting there, you know it's not time to open it yet, so what do you start doing? You rip the paper, you look inside. The only problem we have right now is it's three years before we get a chance to open the damn thing. But let's all share today just that little peek inside the, inside the box. Uh, I'm patient, frankly, but I'm not patient enough six years, another three, but we'll give you a little, a little sneak peek of what's inside. When you walk into the Intuit Dome, and you're gonna see some pictures here. Go back, go back, don't, don't rush me here. <laughs> when you walk into the Intuit Dome for the first time in October 2024, through the huge glass doors, into the, into the uh, lobby, under the triple wide escalators, you're gonna be greeted by the most raucous and rollicking bolt in the NBA, for sure. You're gonna look up. You know how you're conditioned when you look up to, to crane your neck, to peer around a big old blocky, center-hung, suspended scorecard, uh, scoreboard, unseemly wires, obstructing views, not an intuit dunk. A two-sided, oval-shaped halo scoreboard first in basketball, will encircle the top of the bowl, leaving with 44,000 44, square feet of 4K LED lights. Now, how much is 44,000 feet? It's an acre of scoreboard. The typical NBA scoreboard is maybe seven, eight, nine thousand, because we want to show, we want to show more of the game, more of the stats, more of everything that you're going to see. Now, Ty, I gotta tell you, all that analytic stuff that people talk about all the time, we're gonna be popping a lot of that up on the scoreboard so the fans understand, understand and can enjoy the game in some of the same ways that the pros can. So that's gonna be a lot, of, a lot of fun for us. You should be looking down, no binoculars, some places it feels like you need binoculars. You're not gonna need them here. In a hockey arena, 
lot of people play in hockey arenas. The stands slope gently, gently upward because a rink is wider than a court. Kawhi can feel miles away we're in that situation. Because Intuit Dome is exclusively, exclusively for basketball and concerts, the slope can be much more steep. The sight lines clear, the bowl more intense, the more bowl intimate. Maybe the most accurate way to represent actual distance is talk about the distance from a seat to the floor, just straight at it, diagonal measurement. Today, if you have a seat in the 20th row, well, tomorrow when you have a seat in the 20th row, you will be 45 feet closer, almost half the court closer to the action than you are today on the baseline, in the baseline uh, 20th row seat at Staples. It's really quite remarkable. So instead of being way back here, you can be way up here. We really push to get you as close to the action as possible. Now, I gotta say, one of the things that was an eye-opener, we went for the uh, jersey retirement. All of us went for the jersey retirement for Kawhi at San Diego State. I love the gym at San Diego State. Probably the most fun gym I've ever been in. Now, there's no leg room, none. There's no suites, none. But the atmosphere was raucous beyond belief and just vertical as heck. I love that place. Now, I know they're remodeling it, but I love the place. We're not going to do exactly that, but it was inspirational to try to really get the energy, the passion, the enthusiasm right there. We agonized over trade-offs, and we think you're going to love where we wound up. We hope so. No matter where you sit, you're going to feel like you're hovering over the floor of the stage. You're going to feel like our team is so close that when they reach for a steal, they might even slap you in the face. <laughs> now, can you hear that? Listen for a second. Just listen. Ah, that interminable roar you hear is something we call the wall. The wall. 51 consecutive rows, right from the baseline up to the top of the building, 51 consecutive rows, no suites, no second section breaks, just looming above the visitor, visitor's bench, bringing the energy, bringing the noise. Hopefully she can't even hear, if you're the visitors, you can hear on our side. In the middle of the wall, we have a standing room only section, kind of like they do at soccer, for the most passionate Clipper fan. That's, that's, that's a technique. We hope the wall is, is an architectural marvel, almost as recognizable or more as the green monster in Fenway Park, a fan haven where those supporters in the middle are as rowdy as the student section at Cameron Arena at Duke. We brought in acoustical experts armed with sound reflection diagrams to help us really bring the noise. One thing we learned Luxury boxes, restaurants, lounges, places that you can socialize and relax, they muffle the noise. It's a big debate now in design of arenas. Millennials, they want to socialize, la la la. 
not in the, not really as much in the intuit though. We want you in your seat making noise. So instead of three levels of adequate luxury boxes in the bowl, we have one level of extraordinary sweets with a new product we call bungalow sweets that are down below the court and a one-of-a-kind cabana suite. So literally in the third row right behind where I sit, it's going to look exactly like you're in an arena, but there's a little cabana tucked underneath, just right under there, so that we can even have people that close. And it doesn't break up the bowl. It's not going to muffle the sound. We went through that 20 times. We will have fine restaurants, clubs, but they're scattered throughout the venue. And they're not in the bowl. The bowl is for one reason and one reason alone, and that's for the game, for the show, for the eye. That's the purpose. That's why we're here. We're here to cheer. We're here to win. That's why we're here. At the Intuit Dome, you're not going to be a spectator. You need to be a participant. Your job is to help our guys. We've gone to unprecedented lengths to get you in the bowl, but then the next challenge is to keep you there. Start with your seat. We have more space and leg room to stretch out no matter what row you're sitting in or what price you pay. Upper bowl, lower pro, we're giving you more leg room than anybody has in the NBA, more than any other arena. You get that extra two inches, People can actually get by without you having to do all of this crap up in the seats. Besides your couch, this is going to be the most comfortable place you'll ever watch a basketball game. Now, we still want you standing up, but we know you'll sit down every now and then. We hope you're not going to leave, as I said, until we kick you out. There is one problem, though, when you're screaming and stomping. What's the other thing that can take you away from the game? You get hungry. You get hungry. Okay, so we've created concession stands uh, that are more like your personal kitchen. Walk in, grab whatever looks good, walk out. You can leave your wallet at home. You don't need your wallet to buy food. You're not gonna need uh, a cashier, anybody to check you out. Technology willing, every transaction will be completely frictionless. We'll use technology for that purpose so that when we're up to and we're battling against the Warriors and you're thirsty, we want you to be able to get back in your seat by the end of that timeout. There is another problem. Let's say you had three drinks at the game. Not you, Tom, but looking at you. Let's say you had three drinks at the game. What, what's the next thing that happens? Bathrooms! You're going to have to you go to the bathrooms. Yeah, that's a problem because the, the thing I hate most in life is, is arenas where you've got to wait in the bathroom. We've all missed a key play or a song because we're waiting in line. It's true. I don't want to wait in lines for the damn bathroom. I'm not ashamed to admit, actually, I've become a, a real obsessive about toilets. <laughs> toilets, toilets, toilets. What do they look like? How do they get deployed? The architects uh, keep getting on me. You're supposed to call them fixtures uh, instead of toilets, but it's the same thing. Now, if you go in the upper ball in Utah, 
And I know what you guys think. I think Utah's pretty noisy, and we had a chance to play there. So I kind of like Utah. But if you go in their upper bowl, they have a ratio where you get 79 people per bathroom fixture. Pretty good, pretty efficient. In our place, we're only going to have 27 people per fixture. Much more efficient. Big deal, but it is a big deal with the games tied in the fourth quarter. There's no question about that. Nature calls, we need you back here. Trust me on that. Our engineers actually, we have this little model that shows dots, people running, or not running, walking from their chair to the bathroom, grab some food, get back in their seats. And we timed and modeled how many minutes it's gonna take for that to happen with a sell-on crowd, not an empty building. And what we found in there is we can get you in and out and you're not even gonna have to hustle around like our guys do, like Terrence does, like Harry Wood, like Paul Wood and Kawhi. You don't have to hustle. You walk, you take care of your business, you come back, and you do it in a timeout. We think, we think we've got that. You never know till it's real. I can tell you, the architect said we're putting in a whole lot more toilets than anybody else in the NBA. <laughs> what is, I think the matter is number 1,500, we'll have 1,500 fixtures fixtures, uh, toilets for men, that could be something. The comforts, the innovations, and the technical advancements in the building all exist for the same purpose, like I said, in enhancing our connection to basketball and deepening our appreciation of it. Inglewood has been quite a place for grassroots basketball over the years, and we want to honor that where we can every place in the stadium. Uh, if you want to really appreciate basketball, in my opinion, it starts with high school basketball. So we will have a jersey up from every high school team in the state of California, cool. hanging on the walls in the Suicone. Very cool. I love high school basketball. In fact, I still go to high school basketball games at home. Uh, pretty good guy to me. <laughs> out of Seattle next year could be the number one pick. Anyway, fun to watch. <laughs> we'll use reclaimed wood from local courts to really make the place feel uh, like a basketball building. Even the elliptical roof, see that roof? That's designed to look like a basketball going through a net. Maybe like a PG three-point late in the game. <laughs> Y'all these are small things. And you're flying in, and you're flying into LAX, you'll be able to see it. Will people know it's a hoop? I don't know. But I'm proud to know that we made it look like a hoop, all the details. Besides the main court in bowl, and two others in our practice facility, which is built into the arena, so everything's together, we're going to have another court actually in the arena. Not outside someplace, but another court in the building. I saw sort of a glimpse of this when we were at University of Oregon, another one when we were in Banker's Life uh, Fieldhouse in Indiana. And I said, that's a cool idea. But how do we make it come alive? How do we let fans have games before our games and really have a lot of fun? How do we do that? We can do it. How do we allow the community to come on in and play games? We actually have a door separate from everything else so we can 
have folks in the building even when we're not playing, and we're going to try to run some three-on-three -three tournaments and the like. We think that's really important. Outside, we have our 80,000 square foot plaza. It has yet another 94 foot full court. And if folks are inspired to choose sides, join pickup games, you can do it. Or you can just sit in the plaza and watch what's going on the court on a massive screen that stretches key to key. I kind of have a vision that, you know, as we bring, we'll have some championships before then. Yeah. Three of them. But when we're, when we're in, in the Intuit Dome and we're celebrating our championship, we're going to do it right here in the arena. The Plaza is a gorgeous community square, bordered by what we call the Roman Steps. There's a fountain in Italy with nice steps in front of it, so we like to call it the Roman Steps. We've got a restaurant, a team store, a couple of lounges. And you know we see it as a nightly outdoor festival, if you will, that we want to conduct in that plaza. The centerpiece, though, of that is the court. Now, I don't usually get this excited in the month of September. The season doesn't start for another 34 days. <laughs> Almost six years of drawings and diagrams and studies and specs. Years of little plastic models with seats that weren't quite wide enough. Wide, I mean, might not surprise you, I kind of wanted wide seats. You know, take a look up here. I was a wide seat guy. <laughs> Sight lines that weren't quite tight enough. We had a short person sit in the seat to make sure they could see, see over the person in front of them. The design, the redesign, the redesigns of the redesign. We just wanted to make sure that every corner, every crevice, every room closet meets the standard of our team, our fans, and the favorite acts. What they deserve is what we wanted to give. We think the result will be a breathtaking basketball destination without equal and a first-class concert venue. I like to think about it as a basketball palazzo, an homage to the game of basketball not, I mean, it's not the Hall of Fame, but it was as many championships as we're going to win here. It'll be better than the Hall of Fame. I could keep you here pretty much all day, which I think I probably already have, with all these pretty renderings. But an experience is going to, an arena is going to have to be experienced. It has to be felt. There's no model that's going to really capture the vibe of the Intuit Dome. And that's where we'll really distinguish ourselves. Because our greatest investment will be in the atmosphere in this building. We're setting a communal table for our fans to come together and find their most energized selves. When 18,000 people share the same transformative experience, the building comes alive. And we're spring-loading this ground with that light. Fast forward again, it's October 2024. You walk out now with the huge glass doors to this building. You're a little hoarse. Maybe you're a little or maybe you're a lot sweaty. You're with your friend or your spouse, your 
parent or your child, what will you say? I've never been somewhere like that before. I can't wait to go back. Oh my gosh, he, um, I'm, I am fired up. I am fired <laughs> I know, up. Right? Okay, so, <laughs> I'm so two, fired two up. things I really want to mention, both from what you, we talked about before, all this great audio that you recorded. I'm sure that was an amazing experience being there, but also what we just heard. The two things I am most excited about uh, yeah. are that we finally, with this wall of sound concept, are finally uh -huh. going to be what we have never been, which is a team that it is hard to play at home. We've never yeah, had home good. court advantage, even when we had home court. And so now it feels to me like there's going to be a real system in place to help us get there. Because keep in mind, we got to keep in mind here, Chris, even right before we threw to all this, as we were throwing to all this great audio, we mm. talked about all, all of our long suffering. Most young yeah. basketball fans don't think of the Clippers as a poverty franchise because oh, for true. nine out of 10 seasons, we've made the playoffs. And, yes, since and Blake, for 10 years, we've been a winning basketball, been a winning basketball, basketball over team. Over 500, team. 10 years with, in a row. With star after star after oh, star right, coming Hank. to the team. So Great point. the only thing that's stopping us from being a marquee team at our home games, frankly, is Lakers fans. And, L and, yes. and, and I mean that as well because I think Clippers fans go and are afraid to get too loud in the face of other fans because we feel outnumbered. Because we know we're third on the depth chart. Uh, but the other right. thing, the other thing I am so excited about is no more twelve thirty games. None. I mean, like, I think we'll that have a likely a day game. What was the re like? What, was that a surprise to you when he said that? Did you see that coming? Tell me about that. I love. I, lo I loved that. I I did not see that coming at all. But Balmer said, and you guys just heard it. I don't like those twelve thirty Saturday games. I mean, we have we have one this season where we have a back to back Saturday noon thirty, Sunday noon thirty. And he said he'd look over in the timeout and see players literally wiping the 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 sleep dust out of their eyes. Like they were literally exhausted. And 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 so were the fans. So was he. So was the staff. So was the staff at the hockey ship box. So it's like everyone's tired and cranky and they don't want to be there. And I loved when Balmer said he hates Saturday day games and Sunday day games. And he said they we are not gonna have he didn't say we're not gonna have any because I guarantee you we'll probably have a day game or two that might could possibly be like a national broadcast game on a Sunday afternoon or something. And and by the way, if you have you know, if you have 41 home games and 37 or 38 of them are primetime games, it's kind of nice to have two or three home games. Sure, it's but a, it ain't it's nice pleasant. to have two home games in 24 hours especially that are day games. Especially when you walk out of them and you're looking at all the Lakers fans ready to go into their primetime game. You're right. You're absolutely right. You or know, all the Kings fans. We've really enjoyed. In their, in their hockey sweaters. Yeah, it is. Ready to go to it, the it hockey shitbox <laughs> and root on their hockey team it's great to do at a, the it's hockey It's great stadium. to do a sports doubleheader. It's great to do a sports doubleheader. It's fun to do an totally. afternoon game and get done and then go to one of the local restaurants in the downtown Los Angeles area yes, and hang out. But every now and then. Every now Not and like then. 10 times a season. We live in California, so it's our whole season, it's outdoor weather. So you could wear, yes, you know, right. you, almost any game you go to, you're showing up at 1230 in your shorts with your sunglasses, your sunny G's, as you like to call them, uh, and just really, Gosh. <laughs> really, and really enjoy them. Uh, but it's a bummer for wins and losses, and it's a bummer for the team. It's just, it's, it's not the way, 
It's not the way your body works to go and play at 12.30 after a road trip or back-to-back or anything else. We've seen it. Time and time again, we've, we've seen, seen it. it. The disadvantage. I'm just going to paint a picture with my words for you guys because this is an audio format real quick before I let you all go. And thank you so much, Burbank Hank, for doing this special groundbreaking clip So fun always, me. buddy. Too, too. Well, I was wearing, okay, because this is important to you guys. What, what was Wild wearing? Oh my what God, was, was Chris Kawild wearing? watching it blow wearing? up all over Twitter. What was Chris Kawild wearing? <laughs> Everyone wants to know. Well, first of all, before I tell you what I was wearing, Kawhi Leonard had tied his hair back in this kind of little ponytail thing, which Ooh. I'd never seen before, which was very exciting. Oh. All the guys look great. They look summer crisp, summer fresh. The rookies looked honestly, utterly confused. They were like, what is it? What exactly is happening? But good for them. Anyway, we're in this tent. The sound is bamming and blooming and blossoming and banging. None of those. What well, banging may be accurate. Anyway, the, the, the video was excellent. The audio comes in. For some reason, they didn't give Balmer a handheld mic. He had that lav thing, so there was feedback. <laughs> Hopefully, I cut the feedback out of the audio experience that you just experienced. But anyway, I was wearing, okay, my Game 6 playoffs hour way Los Angeles Clippers free t-shirt I got at round two game six that greatest clipper game ever so I wore that t-shirt the game where Terrence Mann became a Terrence myth and a Terrence legend and then an open blue and red Hawaiian shirt okay my press pass that had my picture on it my laminate press pass from the 2013-2014 season, just, oh, just because. Yes. Fun. Just because. Sure. And then and then my sky blue LA Clipcast trucker cap. Oh, it's so come nice. on. It was the full, it was the full package. And then I had my white sunny G's, like I like to call them, or you call them sunglasses, Hank. And I had my I do. white I'm sunny G's. And then of course I held my I held my microphone with the Larry O'Brien sticker on the back, which I cannot wait. Until every Larry O'Brien we get, I'm just going to take a Sharpie and just tick it off. Okay, there's one. All right, there's two. Okay, there's three. So I got my Larry O'Brien mic, but I had a blast. It was great to see everybody. It was great to see Chuck the Condor. It was great to see Coach Ty Lue, Jerry West, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and, of course, Steve Ballmer, and then Hank's favorite, Mayor Butts. So I can't (laughs) wait to get our butts in those extra wide seats with the most legroom in the NBA. We're just three seasons away. This stadium was seven years in the making, just planning it, just making jumping all over all the hurdles that they did, that they had to jump over, all the flaming hoops. One I mentioned earlier, only basketball in Inglewood can be played at the Great Western Forum. Well, how do we get around that loophole? We buy the Great Western Forum. <laughs> now it's not so great. Anyway, and now I, all the stuff, yes. And now we don't have to hear any more the rumors that Bomber's going to take the team to Seattle. No, no. We're here to stay. Here to we, stay it's baby. his building. LA. F- forever. Inglewood. Literally forever. Forever. When you fly when you fly over because you can actually hear in the audio a lot of planes going overhead. It's in a flight path, but when you're in the dome, you're not gonna be able to hear any of that. You're just gonna be able to hear the crazy nutty fans. I'm very interested to hear what Clipper Darrell's Let's go, Clippers! Let's go! I'm very excited to see what that sounds like in three years with the wall of sound. But when you fly over, I, and I flew into L.A. after I filmed a big shot Netflix movie the other week. Anyway, uh, I was a uh, tall girl, too, coming to Netflix soon, starring Chris Wilde and others. Do-do. Anyway, I was flying into LAX, 
And I flew over the Great Western Forum. I flew over SoFi Stadium. And SoFi Stadium's ceiling has this light-up sign that says SoFi Stadium that you can't miss. Well, when you fly over the Intuit Dome, it will literally look like a basketball passing through a hoop. They, they did that intentionally. So when you fly over the stadium, you'll literally see Intuit Dome, and then it'll look like a ball going through a hoop. And I cannot wait from that flight. I'll, I'll be filming Tall Girl 7 at the time or something. And I'll be flying home, and I'll look out uh, the, the window and see our new home, our new stadium. And it's good. It's just I can't wait, Hank. I mean, all of Clipper Nation, we, we, we felt like second-class citizens. We yeah. really have. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not going to in the Intuit Dome. There's nothing to point to other than Clipper basketball. And here's something that's really cool that they're doing that I'm going to tell you for the first time, Hank. They're going to take a jersey from every high school team in California and hang it up around the stadium. What? That's fun. Is that fun or what? I got a great, and you know, my, I'm, what I'm really excited about is my new comeback when away fans get salty with us in our new arena. I'm going to say, yeah. hey, 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 you're a guest here. You're a guest here. <laughs> That's take, right. Take your shoes off when you come in the house. And show a little respect. You're our guest. That's right. You're that's our right. guest. And that's also, you know, that's also something that actually, unfortunately, I edited out because there was a glitch in the audio. But Balmer's going to require that all of us take our shoes off when we enter the building. Oh, I like that. You know, we do. We we do it's our much, homes like much, that. We've got broken toes li- to prove it. <laughs> much like the Taj Mahal in <laughs> India. Much like it. I was like, I can't. I also we, can't. My other great heckle is going to be to Lakers fans. Uh, what's it like to share a stadium? We'll never know. <laughs> Why do you play basketball in a hockey shit oh, box? <laughs> Why wouldn't you play it in a basketball oh, arena? That's an inside joke you don't get. <laughs> but yeah, man, we deserve it, Clipper Nation. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of you. And thank you so much for 10 years of Clipcast. Holy crap. It'll be our 14th season by the oh, time we 14. get the new stadium. Lucky That's 14 fantastic. is your favorite number. We'll close it out at the hockey shitbox for our 13th season of Clipcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't wait. I'm so excited to see what kind of parking we have at the new stadium. Oh, but are, it's are, all are the one press, st- Are the press going to be under the glass court? So we are Gosh, looking j- upward? It's going to be an upskirt stream. I don't know. I have no idea where they're going to put the media. I have no idea matter. where the you know the the Ralph Lawler press room will be or what have oh, you. Gosh. I, I just sure it's just going to be so exciting. I bet it won't be. I, so they will they will have clubs and they will have they will have luxury will. stuff. Sure. There's one thing that Balmer called the cabana. But and it, so, but it might be more it's, like it's this lower... luxury cabana. Oh, the luxury cabana by a pool. Will they have a pool in the stadium? I'm assuming there will be I'm assuming that with all this extra legroom and the wider seats we'll all have individual hot tubs and saunas oh as it, well. Hey, we we keep we keep trying to wrap this thing up and I keep I keep forgetting all the audio in the middle of this thing. It's probably 3 hours long. Probably Welcome hours to long. hour 3 of groundbreaking clipcast. Clipcast. Drink clipcast. some water. Have a snack. Hockey shitbox. 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 <laughs> You cannot. It's, our, it's our first explicit. Yeah, I was about to say you. Years. You could have bleeped the first one, but there's no way you're bleeping forty times. No, I'm not bleeping. I'm not bleeping any of them. This is. It's too exciting to have this be a family show. That's right. 
Uh, well, so also, excited. I think if you're listening to this show with your kid, it's time to teach your kid about hockey shit boxes <laughs> and how NBA teams shouldn't play in hockey shit boxes. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, Hank, I'm, I'm sorry you couldn't be there, but I think you felt like you were when you listened to this episode of Clipcast. And, and, and I am so looking forward to that new stadium. We got a we got a peak of it, and there's a lot of exciting factoids, and it's going to be the best basketball house in the business, and it's all ours. Thank you, Uncle Steve Ballmer. My gosh, thank you. Thank you, Uncle Steve, and thank you, loyal listener, for sitting through this thing, for listening to our podcast, for sharing it with your friends on all your different platforms that you listen to podcasts, for rating giving us five stars, writing us reviews, but most of all for tuning in and even more than that for loving the Clippers. Cheers to you and congratulations on this new new stadium. Absolutely. Let's sound the horn, Hank. Uh, Shitbox.